When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We haven't got through to him yet, Mick Kent Jr. Allstarmile.com.au. There are T's and C's applied. People, get online and have a vote. Voting closes Feb 26. And if you're a fan of the the Price Kent Jr. stable, uh, they got a couple of horses who are going to be right on the front line. In fact, I'm Thunderstruck is second, I think, in current voting. And Jack and O, the highly talented youngster, uh, might be about thirteenth or fourteenth uh, currently. Are we down, Andy? Are we down to a point where you can where you're just picking don't nominations? Me, please don't ask me questions about the voting. <laughs> I do not know the answer. Well, I didn't know whether we're still allowed to nominate. <laughs> or just anyone, just throw a name into the mix. Yeah, like I think that's could, what it was, wasn't uh, it? Originally, upon a time, I think it was a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but and then they narrow it down, and then okay, well, now you can pick the field from these these horses. Well, I don't, I'm not sure that's the case. Mick Kent Jr. does join us on the line. Huge day. Uh, at Sandown tomorrow, of course, with the running of the Group 1 All-Stakes. And both of these horses uh, that we've just been talking about, All-Star Mile potential, uh, are going to be running for the first Group 1 in Melbourne tomorrow. Hey, Mick, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. We appreciate your time. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, do you like do you like the All-Star Mile concept? Are you a, are you a fan of this sort of, you know, a public vote horses in sort of ballot-type setup? Oh, fantastic setup. They actually copied it off the Japanese model. Um, the big race there run around Christmas time. And as you know, Japan is so big into racing and it gets a huge uh, public vote. And um, it's a great idea because it gets the public engaged a long way out and uh, creates this massive build-up. So, um, yeah, it's tremendous success and they, they get a good quality field every year and uh, this year will be no exception. Mick, just talk us through how it actually works. Is, are there set horses that you, you vote on or do you, does the public get to actually nominate some horses? No, so trainers nominate their horses. So right. mums were due last week. And so from that list of nominated horses, the public can then vote. So um, the majority of the field is, is chosen by the public and generally the best horses get in. And they do have a couple of wild card spots for horses that sort of win their way in or I think that might be, might be suitable that didn't make the field. Mm. How challenging is it is it for a, a, a trainer like yourself and, and, and Mick when you've got two really evenly matched horses that are going to be vying for the same price. Sometimes you might have more than two in a Group 1 race or a race like the All-Star Mile. How difficult is that balancing act? Uh, yeah, look, it's it's a shame they've got to compete against each other sometimes, but all the same, uh, you know, I suppose as a trainer, it's it's a good thing to have a couple of couple of bullets to fire, and they're good bullets too. The boys are both in terrific form, and uh, they'll they'll meet again in two weeks as well, and then they'll probably go on separate paths. Uh, I'm not sure if Jack and O goes to All Star Mile yet. He's he's a three year old colt, and he's a bull, and he's um, they, they paid a lot of money for him to get a start, and he's already got a big stallion profile. So the main aim is to sort of win these these two Group Ones that wait for age against the older horses, and then uh, the All Star Mile may come on the cards. But Thunderstruck being a gelding, uh, his main aim is prize money, and um, the All Star Mile. And then off to Sydney is his, his main target. I'm always fascinated about that when you've got the entire, and you know they're a great racehorse, and we know the value at stud, like you just said. But how much of the conversation are you in in terms of? Hey, listen, we might get another preparation out of this horse. Do, do you engage in in those conversations? 
Uh, we do. Certainly, um, it's up to the connections. Uh, they own the horse and they'll consult with us. But as long as, um, as long as this horse is performing well at the end of this preparation, he'll probably go again to next year. And a race like the Golden Eagle springs to mind. It's now worth $10 million and it was designed for these horses to keep them in training rather than for these good young colts go off to start. It's for four-year-olds in Sydney over 1,500. So Taylor made the Jackano. So uh, given he's a colt who is yet to really furnish, I would think he only keeps getting better. And, um, yeah, we'd love to keep him in training for that sort of race. And what what does Jamie Carr do? I believe that she's uh, been uh, on two of the, the top five in the uh, selection so far. How <laughs> is that going to work? Well, it'll be a tough choice for her, but she'll probably give the uh, job to her manager. Lockie Weekly does a great job, and she'll have to choose between Thunder and, and Zaki, Zaki when he comes down for the All-Star Mile. Uh, so if you form dependent, um, she gets along very well with Thunder, and you've probably heard from the media a fair bit. We're trying to get this horse to begin a bit better, and she's so good at getting them out of the barriers cleanly and quickly. Uh, unfortunately, tomorrow we've drawn a, a wide barrier, so we'll just be coming back, and I can't see us being much further forward than sort of the last pair. Uh, but when we get to the big ones, if we can draw kind of barriers and posse up a bit closer, uh, that'll be the difference between, between him you know, winning and running second or third. Mick, it's a terrific right. race tomorrow. It's a fantastic field. You know, you've got the two favourites in the race at this particular point in time. Uh, is there a... I don't know, you probably don't like doing this, but have you got a lead for punters out there about how they're both travelling? So both horses are flying. Um, the thing to note is this is Jackano's target race. So he is second up. He's a bit fitter. And he's drawn a kind of barrier. So barrier four allows him to be hopefully uh, third wave. He'll definitely be in fun of Thunderstruck all going well. Thunderstruck is first up. He's a big burly horse. He normally takes a run to get fit. So he, he's probably lacking fitness on Jackano and he's drawn wide. That means he comes back. And uh, we know in these races in Melbourne uh, at weight for age level, it's an advantage to be midfield or forward of. And um, that would... You know, have us lean towards Jackano. And I haven't looked at, I haven't done a deep dive into the rest of the card there at Sandown tomorrow, but I imagine you've got a few others going around. Are there any other uh, Price Kent junior runners we should be keeping an eye out tomorrow? Yeah, so in race four, the group two Phillies Blue Diamond Prelude, we've got Charmstone. She costs $1.55 million oh, wow. and she runs as good as she looks. She's very fast. She's won a group three already and she's a, a pretty warm favourite. We're delighted with her. She's First up tomorrow and on a Blue Diamond Golden Slipper Pass. And um, she's drawn perfectly. A lot of speed on. She'll be uh, sitting midfield and charging home late. So, uh, yeah, watch for her. Just quickly on the slipper stuff and the diamond for that matter. But we, you, you hear the, the whispers about other horses, I imagine. But you, you don't you, – you form an opinion when, you get, when they get to the racetrack and you get to see them. How much of a, a suck-it-and-see type thing is it with race like this? You don't really know what you're going to be up against until you see them jump out of the barriers on race day. Yeah, big time. Uh, a lot of trials and jump outs to analyse, and ultimately race day pressure is, is, the, is the ultimate test. Um, if you haven't debuted by now, you're probably not winning the diamond or slipper, I would say. So we've probably seen everything go to the races, and there's some very nice horses. The Sydney form is generally stronger. Uh, they control a lot of better well-bred two-year-olds up there. So anything coming down, watch for. I think Barber in the Colts, uh, James Cummings, labelled him a weapon, so uh, look out for him. And uh, I think Charmstone's the one that, uh, from Melbourne, Phillies can go up there and be very competitive. Good luck, mate. Thanks for joining us. Yes, good luck.
No worries. Thank you, guys. Mick on, Kent Jr. You got I'm Thunderstruck and Jack and O going around tomorrow in the oar and I'm Thunderstruck in the all-star mile.com.au oh. if you want to God, vote for it. But it's something too.